Broken crayons. Broken crayons. Broken crayons still color. This is the Broken Crayons Still Color Podcast with your host, Shelly Hitz. Each episode contains an inspiring story of hope and healing in Christ. Many times, what we see as our biggest regrets, failures, and mistakes become what God uses the most in our lives. God is able to transform our brokenness into something more beautiful than we can even imagine. He takes our mess and creates a masterpiece. You see, Broken Crayons Still Color. Welcome back to the Broken Crayon Still Color Podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Hitz, and today's guest is Mo Isom. Hi, Mo. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. I actually had some listeners tell me, you have to have Mo on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! (laughs) And so I'm so glad that it's worked out. And I'm just going to tell our listeners a little bit about you. Um, Mo was an All-American soccer star, and she shares her powerful testimony of meeting God in tragedy. You know, outwardly, her life seemed like a success, but she was battling an eating disorder, the suicide of her father, and a a horrific car accident. And it wasn't until God wrecked her life that she fully realized the power of the gospel. So she'll share more about her story on today's podcast. So even in the introduction, we already know somewhat of what your broken crayons look like, but... (laughs) Tell us a little bit more of, of, of what the broken crayons in your life look like. Yeah. You know, my life really has been, um, riddled with broken crayons, to be honest. Um, and you covered a few of them, but, but even deeper than that, um, you know, raised in the church, but struggling, um, with a shallow faith that, you know, becomes identity issues that not fully knowing my worth that, Right. You know, manifested then into um, an eating disorder and um, struggled with that for years. Then as I sort of came out of that, um, faced the very unexpected suicide of mm. my father wow. um, just out of the blue after my first year of college. And then um, a short while after that, after my second year of school, um, was in a really horrific car accident. Um but it's amazing because it was through the broken crayons. Um, it was honestly, if you want to add on so much brokenness that was included in there too, was just wrestling with who I was and giving pieces of myself away to find my worth. A lot of uh, a deep sexual testimony and sexual sin struggles all in the midst of that. So it was just storms, storms, yeah. but God used every single one of them um, to reveal himself to me in a really incredible way that that absolutely transformed my life. It was actually in the car accident, in the midst of one of the crayons that looked yes. so broken. Now, it was where he just encountered me and, and changed everything. Yeah. So, you know, you you were talking about the car accident and how God transformed me. Would you say the car accident was like your low point? I would say the suicide of my father was really okay. my lowest point. That was definitely um, at the depth of so much of my brokenness. Um where and what grew out of that was run, really running from God. It was depression and it was anxiety and it was promiscuity and it was just any sin-sized piece I could find to fill, you know, the God-sized hole in my heart in that year following my dad's death. So, I would say that that was probably the the lowest point if not the catalyst for the lower and lower points I sort of spiraled down into. It was actually the car accident became my highest point. Um, wow. cause it sounds, it sounds like such tragedy and it was certainly physically painful, but it was hanging upside down in that Jeep where God just 
the, the Holy Spirit just entered into that wreckage and it, the, the, the weight of it was crushing. It was so real, but also the fullness of God's spirit and power was mm. completely renewing. It was the hole in my heart was filled in the midst of that broken place. Isn't that where God meets us? Um, yes. And so that was definitely a hard spot, but it became actually the most holy spot in the whole story. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, you went through your father's suicide and had all of this brokenness that like almost like a numbing, like just numbing, like in trying to like just figure out like, okay, what's going on? And then you right. have you have this accident and that, that sounds like another broken crayon, but it's actually your turning point. And right. what did God do uh, after that moment and in that moment that then brought the transformation of where you're at today? You know, that moment was such a literal and a, a figurative collision point in my life. It is where God really just intersected my story in such a powerful way and said, be still mm. and know that I am God. Yeah. And John sixteen thirty three was just downloaded into my heart. In this world, you will face trouble. You will face trials. Understand the enemy is going to wage battle after battle after battle. But yeah take heart and have courage. I am the general. I have already won the war. I have overcome the world. And so it was really this moment in that wreckage, literally like laying on the roof of my car because my car was upside down and just annihilated. And I was laying on the roof of my car uh, or on the ceiling, I should say, um, on the inside. And God just, just downloaded the depth of the gospel into my heart, just brought it to life Mm. for me and really told me in that moment, you know, you must choose this lukewarm roller coaster ride. Isn't it's not serving anything, but the sin in you, you must choose right now. Will you continue to trust, you know, the haphazard winds of life to maybe blow your broken pieces back together? Or will you trust me as the master artist, the one who knit you together, who has plans and purpose for you? Will you trust me in the face of all this brokenness to restore you, rebuild you and use you for my glory? Mm. And so it was this, I think God knows I'm like this stubborn type A, you know, he's got to really get my attention and you know, it's amazing because sanctification is certainly a process, but salvation can come in a whisper. Right. And it was just a whisper from his heart to mine of, come here, come here, daughter. I, I, I have more for you. And um, it just changed everything, moving and wow. climbing out of that vehicle, literally. Um, I was a, a new creation. Wow. And, um, and life has, has looked different from that point forward. Still, still broken crayons. Yeah. Obviously now. <laughs> hard thing. Yeah, there's a, a divine hope in the valley when we know the one who who's won the war. Yes, um, I think it was Corey Tim Boom said, you know, when it says, you know, you walk in the valley of the shadow of death. And she said, because there's a shadow, you know, there's a light because there's exactly. a shadow, you know, there's a light, you know. And so, you know, it's like when you go through hard times, when you go through difficult times, now you're like, okay, I know the light. I know who exactly. is the light. <laughs> exactly, and exactly. So I'm curious, how old were you when all of this was, you were in college? Yes. Yeah, so I wrestled with like the identity issues and the eating disorder through high school, really all of okay. my high school career. The suicide of my father was after my freshman year of college. So I was 19. Okay. Um, and then the car accident was, uh, I was still 19. It was at the end of that calendar wow. year. 
Um, so all of this transformation, all these struggles and all this transformation happened very young. Um, and I am, am 28 now. And so gosh, almost a decade now of truly walking with Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know that's that's still so young. There's probably listeners like, what is she talking about? Young. She's only 28. But But it felt like, it felt like a lot of life to live in a short amount of time. (laughs) It was. And I think, you know, that's very powerful for, you know, parents that are listening that have young children, prodigals, you know, <laughs> or, yes. you know, children that are not following the Lord, even though they've been raised in the church, because you were raised in the church, right? I was. Yeah. Yep. And yep. then also for the young people listening, like, yeah, like God cares. He cares about you. You know, he, he saw you in that situation and he, he um, cared enough to to do a rescue. It was almost like a rescue, you know, <laughs> like, okay, exactly. I'm going to rescue you. And, um, so you, you've been through so much and you probably like, well, you've already written two books. So I know you have like a lot that you could share, <laughs> but like what advice for those listening, like if you could just like pull something out of your heart that you know, like, you know, that, you know, that, you know, like helped you, um, transform from this strategy tragedy, what would you share with listeners? Well, the scripture that really, um, stuck with me and, you know, to put it in churchy terms has been my life verse. Right. <laughs> one, I, one I just always kind of cling to. Um, it was Romans 5, 3 through 5. Because okay. it calls us to rejoice in our adversity, knowing that adversity produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character and character produces hope. And hope in the Holy Spirit never fails us. Yeah. And it's such an illogical thought that we would rejoice in the midst of our trials, that we would rejoice in the midst of our broken crayons. And scripture isn't calling us here to be like sociopathic and like, (laughs) you know, face death and cheer. That's not the case at all. But it's saying, you know, you can grieve, you know, life is hard and it's painful. But at the end of the day, you can also stand and stand firm knowing that, you know, the trials that have come are growing you in perseverance, growing you in character, and growing more and more in you the power of the Holy Spirit to operate through you um, and reach places that that maybe that light couldn't have shined even prior to or shown prior to your struggles. And so it was this sort of illogical thought of, man, all of this hard stuff, but at the end of the day, I can trust that God is good. I can rejoice that He is doing a good work and that He uses all for His glory. And so it's, if I could say anything to anyone, I would say, man, be still and know that he's God. Mm -hmm. Know that it is not outside of his grasp. Know that your sin is not too deep, too dark, too dirty for him to reach down and and resuscitate with glory. Um, Know that he sees you, that he knows you, that he loves you fiercely, Mm -hmm. and that he um, is in passionate pursuit of your heart. Um, I'm sure this is so like white girl basic Christian right now, but I love Corey Asbury's new song, Reckless Love. Those yeah. lyrics just resonate so deeply because um, he, he will light up every shadow. He will do all that it takes to, to save you and to save your eternal story. And um, just know that you're seen because I think a lot of us sit in our mess and amongst the broken crayons and we feel like we're invisible, like God has forgotten us. And it is just so contrary from the truth. Um, He is with us and he is for us. And he uses every bit of everything for his glory if we'll let him. Yeah, I always say God never wastes anything. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Oh, man, so good. 
Well, you know, you have, like I just, I mentioned earlier, you've written a couple books, you speak, you know, where can people find more about you or even find out about your books and read more about your story if they're interested in, in connecting with you further? Sure. Yeah. The best place to jump over to is moisom.com. Um, that's just my site. I blog on there, but also it will point you straight to the books. Um, my first book, Wreck My Life, was a New York Times bestseller, and it um, is really that coming to faith testimony as a whole, where people can dive in deeper if any of that resonated with them. My second book that just came out um, and God's been doing some amazing things with is called Sex, Jesus, and the Conversations the Church Forgot. And it dives in deeper to uh, my sexual testimony that really paralleled so much of that coming to faith testimony. But I couldn't sell it short and squeeze it into one book. I knew it needed yeah. like there's a lot of us wrestling with some hard, hard sexual stuff. So mm -hmm. they can find the books on the site. I'm also super active on Instagram. I just love it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they can find me on Instagram at Mo Isom. Um, also on Facebook and Twitter at Mo Isom. But the website and Instagram are, are the easiest places to go to sort of learn all about what that looks like and book me to speak if they're interested um, or read some of my writing. It's all right there. Awesome. And I actually just, I don't know, I, I think I, I'm, I'm obviously following you or whatever, but I saw one of your spoken word videos on Facebook the other day about yes, yes. the this, this sexual topic. And it really is close to my heart because I've written a book for Christian women struggling with pornography because yes. that was part of my yes. testimony. And so I'm like, yes, someone else is talking about this. <laughs> right, exactly. And That's I was like, oh, it's so good. And so, yeah, I definitely recommend connecting with Mo, checking out her resources and read her books. Go read her books and buy them for the people that, you know, might be... Um, in need of them, you know, and, and, and inspired by the story and story is amazing. You know, Jesus spoke in parables and he told stories. And so when we share our stories, it is just so powerful. And thank you so much for your willingness to come on to the podcast today, your willingness to be vulnerable and share your stories in your books and for just all that you're doing for the kingdom of God. Thank you so much. It was my treat. I appreciate you having me on. Yes, you're so welcome. And, you know, in closing, Mo's story is just one more example of how God can turn our messes into masterpieces. There is always hope. Like she said, no matter what you've been through, what you've done, what's been done to you, there is hope for you in Christ. And so thank you so much for joining us today. If you or someone you know has a powerful story to share, I would love to have you on the show. You can apply to be featured at shellyhits.com forward slash story. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Broken Crayons Still Color Podcast. We have a gift for you. Download Shelly's hand-drawn adult coloring pages, as well as printable scripture cards, and all the transcripts from this podcast at www.brokencrayonsbook.com. If today's story inspired you, please share it with a friend and leave us a comment on iTunes. We love hearing from you, and your encouragement means the world to us. In closing, God is the artist, and our lives are his canvas. What will you allow him to create from the broken pieces in your life? When you are in Christ, you are his masterpiece. I am a masterpiece. I am a masterpiece.